welcome to Hospitality Live with Rupesh. Each week, we feature an industry leader that will share the latest trends and the best strategies to help you grow. Now, welcome your host, Rupesh Patel. Hey, 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 good morning, everyone. Good morning to the show. Good morning to all the people live on, let's see, they're live on... LinkedIn, of course, we're live on YouTube. And this week, again, we're live on Clubhouse. If you're live on Clubhouse, hit the follow under the uh, Hospitality More Room or Club and join the conversation everywhere. Guys, this is episode number 75. Guys, comment, let me know where you're watching from. And by the way, I can't see the comments right now. So hold on, let me see if I can pull them up and see if we are live um, on LinkedIn. Somebody just comment. Let me know that we're live on LinkedIn because I can't see right now. Um, I hope we are. All right. Episode number 75. This is how hotel people can make more money right now, which is the vibe I want to I want to share because I think this is important that we all share uh, and learn and keep growing because you know we've been we've been hit hard and I see that we are live. Guys, good morning. Comment and let me know which city you're watching from. And I'm gonna bring you guys up into the comments real quick. All right, so uh, Nadine, well, welcome. Michael, welcome. All right, Orlando's in the house. Wisconsin's in the house. East Texas, Boston. Oh, there's so many people watching. Utah, guess what? I'll be in Utah in a couple of days. <laughs> Sarasota, Brazil, Spain. I love this. Guys, comment, let us know where you're watching from. This is episode number 75. We're talking about money. This entire month of February, we're talking about money. How to make more money, how to drive more revenues for a hotel and how to just like crush it this entire month. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of tips, strategies, and we have somebody amazing on that's a good friend. And honestly, she's her team and her have crushed it over the summer when hotels are hurting. She caught in the hotel and made a lot of money. You're going to discover how much money she made for some of these hotels over the summer and over the pandemic that you will be like, wow, I need to grab, I need to grab Tammy's ideas. And she's going to share some of those ideas today. So we're talking about sales. Side hustle. If you're doing your own thing and you want to make some money on the side, this is the episode for you. Discover creative ways to make more money. That's what I'm talking about. I love being creative, thinking outside the box, trying to get some um, side hustle money, which I'm doing. So I hope you're hope you're doing too. And then we're going to share those ideas with you. And then just how to increase your uh, your your income. That's what we're we're doing here. So guys, let me see. I'm doing something a little bit different because we're live on multiple platforms. I'm kind of managing this self, myself and with Sarah on uh, Clubhouse. And um, all right, so let's see. Um, where am I going next? We're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card live on LinkedIn. Uh, so if you're on LinkedIn, we're giving away, before the end of the show, we're giving away an Amazon gift card. Guys, this episode, and let me bring this up right now, this episode is brought to you by my brand new sponsor, Somebody right now in the comments put in this link right there. Somebody put that in the comments so you can click on it. And this week's episode is brought to you by Impulsify. So if you don't know Impulsify, we actually have them at our hotels. And um, we have we actually have it at our home to our, our home or our true by Hilton in uh, Chicopee, Massachusetts. What they are is they're a smart system. They're, they use technology. And let me read. Let me just actually read what they do. They want to increase your revenues in your hotel in the, in the grab and uh, go shop or the gift shop or the uh, pantry that you have. You have to use Impulsify to make it smart and make sure that you're selling the right things. You're making the right money and you're converting those guests that are passing by into an actual sale. You don't need a staff member to manage your pantry. You can use Impulsify in their kiosk system to manage it all by yourself. And by the way, did somebody put that in the comments? Uh, it's impulsifyinc.com is their website. Somebody put that in the comments too. And um, by the way, I posted this last night and I wanna see if you guys can get this right. All right, so um, right here. All right, so can you guess the best seller right now? Which, put in the comments, which product do you think sells the best as far as in a hotel in a hotel uh, gift shop, is it Coke, Dr Pepper, Diet Coke, or Sprite? And by the way, you're going to be uncovering all of those things in the free guide that I'm going to share in a minute. But just comment. Let me see what you say. All right. So the comments say, um, "Yep, guys, thank you so much, everybody, for um, for posting." Uh, the the link to Impulsify. Uh, all right. So Josh says Dr Pepper. Um, Louis says Coke. Um, everyone's saying Coke, Coke. 
what do you guys think? What's the best seller in your hotel gift shop? And, uh, and a lot of people have said, oh, Sprite. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Sprite does make sense because my daughter loves Sprite. And anytime we're in a hotel, she's like, can we get a Sprite? Um, and people are saying Diet Coke. Okay, I understand that. Um, Diet Coke. <laughs> Coke. Listen, if you want to get the answer to this and hold on, let me pull this up. All right. So if you want to get the answer, and I got to get this right. If, <laughs> if you want to get the answer to this question, you have to get, and let me pull this up real quick. You have to download the free guide. So we're partnering up with Impulsify and they have a 2021 bestseller hotel retail guide. They've had over 20 million transactions uh, in, in, in the hotel space through self-service kiosks, through their gift shops, their grab-and-go markets, and they've discovered what the hottest um, items are and what sells the best. So if you're just selling stuff just to sell stuff and it's not moving off your shelf, you need Impulsify, first of all, and then you need this guide right here. It's a 2021 bestseller guide. And look, I'm going to share right now what the top um, – let me see if I can get it right. Uh, the top beverages are it's Coca-Cola. Number two, it's Sprite. Number three, it's Diet Coke. And number four, it is Dr. Pepper. If you want to know the rest of it, I mean, there's there's beverages, there's protein, there's energy drinks, there's the best candy that sells. You need all of this. Guys, go to the website. Go to the landing page. Let me pull this landing page up real quick again. It is rupesh.co forward slash impulsify. And by the way, they're sponsoring the show for the next month. I want you to follow them because, and I want you to gain because because you're gonna you're actually gonna make more money just by following what they're doing and giving those insights. So I love that, guys. Thank you so much for um, the Impulsify sponsorship. And next, I talk about mindset, and I think I, I actually think I deleted this off of my post, which I should have put up. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. All right, so I got it right here. So every week I talk about mindset, and this week. It's the mindset of supporting others. And I actually posted this uh, three, two days ago and it got over 35,000 views. And it basically says that instead of, you know, you know how you support that, that celebrity online, right? That person that you love or that you're following, like why can't we support us ourselves and each other on LinkedIn? And, and I think that's valuable when we're all just trying to make something happen, trying to make it, trying to make moves. And I think that's important. So go support somebody. Go support somebody by hitting the like button, connecting with them, right? There's so many things that we could do to support each other. And I think that's that's valuable when we're, when we're talking about just growth. And as we as this um, as we get back into hospitality. All right. So my my buddy that's uh, traveling the not the world, but she's in Portugal right now. Let me, let me bring her. Uh, let me bring her promo. Hang on a second. Hi, I'm Sarah Dandishi from Ask a Concierge. Every week, I'll be sharing the latest hospitality and travel news and updates in a segment we like to call Hospitality Minutes. What's up, Sarah? What's up? <laughs> you look like you're in a hotel lobby. <laughs> I am. I'm in the breakfast nook area, so please forgive me. Um, but I, I am. I'm coming to you guys live from Lisbon, Portugal, uh, working on a home in New Orleans. And what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing it in the warehouse just district as well. And then lastly, uh, the Virgin Hotels in uh, New York is going to be located on Broadway, and it's they're going to have 463 what they call chambers and suites, um, as well as a rooftop pool and commons club. So this is really exciting. It's going to show you that, you know, people are still, um, you know, hotels are still in action. Uh, so we'll continue on. Uh, US News actually released their 2021 best hotel ranking. Now I'm not gonna go through all of the rankings, but again, we definitely wanna give props to our fellow hoteliers and properties that are doing a really stunning job. So specifically uh, within uh, the US, the Four Seasons Lanai was actually noted as the best hotel in the US. Then you have the Aqualina Resort and Residences on the beach, which is in Sunny Isles Beach, Florida. I presume that's not too far away from you, Rupesh. <laughs> uh, you've got the Peninsula Chicago, always a winner. Uh, the Beverly Hills Hotel in Beverly Hills, uh, California, and the Langham in Chicago, all stunning properties. In Canada, Ritz-Carlton in Montreal hit, um, hit the top of the list. Rosewood Hotel, Georgia in Vancouver. Um, and uh, so number five on the list is actually the Fairmont Pacific Rim, also in Vancouver. And then in Mexico, the Rosewood Mayacoba was number one. Uh, and one and only Pamilla, which 
by the way, is one of my favorite hotels in uh, Cabo, um, was number two. A couple of other properties there, the Esperanza, which is an auberge uh, resort, Waldorf Astoria, Los Cabos, as well as the Montage. Now, wrapping up today's hospitality minute, uh, you know, we've talked about hotels, certainly, um, you know, hotel openings. We've talked about hotels that are getting awards. But now I want to think about, you know, what we're doing in the world of hospitality and training. And I love this. At the Sandals Foundation um, scholarship is going to provide elite staff tra training. So basically the Gordon Butch Stewart Tourism and Hospitality Scholarship is going to start beginning, accepting people beginning June 1st. Uh, and they are going to be offering scholarships for uh, hospitality and tourism training for full-time employees. And I thought this, this is really great because I know that so much that we've been talking about in this time, people are like, what, what's, um, where is the future of hospitality? What people that are in school, where can, what, what can they look forward to? And I love that uh, they are going ahead and they're doing this scholarship as well to continue promoting the future of the business. So that's it for today's hospitality minute, some positive news for you guys. And as always, thanks for having me on. Sarah, it's always a pleasure having you on. And what's your favorite out of that list? What's your favorite hotel? Ooh, my favorite hotel. Okay. Well, I did mention that I really do love the one and only Pamia in Mexico, but if I'm going to stay within the U.S., uh, gosh, I have to. I think I have to say the Beverly Hills Hotel just because, hey, I represent Los Angeles, but also I had dinner with Mel Brooks in the Polo Lounge in the Beverly Hills Hotel, and that's a pretty dope memory. So <laughs> That is awesome. Listen, I haven't stayed, I don't think I've ever stayed at a Rosewood, and I feel like um, they have an amazing job. At, I, I actually stayed at the Bahamar um, and we stayed at the, high, the Grand Hyatt, but we didn't, we saw, we walked over the Rosewood and that Rosewood is amazing. Yes. Have you been oh. at a Rosewood before? No, I haven't. So on my list, it'll happen soon. Yeah. And, and last year I discovered the montage, which I'm like, how do I never, how, how have I never stayed at a montage before? Has anybody oh. stayed at the montage or a Rosewood? Hit the comments and let me know which one you stayed at. And um, I'm always looking for like ideas of how people do things. And I actually, when I'm there, I interview some of the, the associates that are working there. Um, I feel like it's like a great insight on, on learning what they're doing as far as training. And mm -hmm. I love that Sandals is doing that training because I think it helps all of us continue growing. Uh, so Sarah, are you going to be back home next week, uh, during this? Or are you going to still be in? I'm still going to be here. I extended my stay here. I guess they like me. Uh, so I'll be here through till the 12th. So you'll see me uh, live in Portugal again next week. Awesome. Where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me. You can first of all, go to my website, which is askaconcierge.tv or find me online on social media everywhere as ask a concierge. So yeah. <laughs> follow Sarah. Sarah, it's always a pleasure. Talk to you next week. Yeah. See you then. All right. Sarah's awesome. All right, guys, this is the episode we're talking about. It is how people, hotel people can make more money right now. Anybody interested in this, uh, in this, uh, in this topic? I certainly am. Um, I've done so many different things this entire month. I'm going to share all the different ways I make money. And it's probably going to happen next week on some side, side hustles that I do. Uh, it's not just running hotels, but like I love entrepreneurship. I love business. I love online business. I love marketing. Like how do you convert all of that stuff into making money? And I'm okay with that. Talking about money is actually a good thing. So a couple of times a year, um, we sit down as a family and talk about money as far as like our budget and fi find out like what we're spending money on, what's our goals, all those things that we're going to talk about in the next couple of weeks. So I'm super excited about that. Guys, this today's episode is with my buddy, Tammy Gillis with Gillis Sales. Tammy, welcome to the show again. I love bringing you on because you bring so much value. You bring so many ideas. And um, Tammy is the CEO, founder of Gillis Sales. When your hotel doesn't have a salesperson on site because maybe they, you can't afford them right now, maybe they're a furloughed, maybe you can't, you never had one before. This is what Sammy's uh, company does, or Sammy, <laughs> Tammy's hotel, <laughs> her company does. She brings on, and she has a lot of people supporting hotels. Tammy, what do you do? Good morning, Rapesh, by the way, and great color coordination with the pink. I think we look very stunning today. How do we do that? <laughs> well, listen, thank you for having me back. I think this is the fourth show since COVID, right, since March, and uh I just want to kick off and say, love your new branding, love your new branding. 
And thank you for being such a serial entrepreneur because I've learned so much from you over this past year. So thank you for everything you're doing for the hospitality industry. And our role in all of this, even before COVID, we're a company that is all about cultivating a culture of sales. Whether you have an on-site salesperson and you need to do it better or you don't and you need to outsource your sales effort. That's what we do. We provide remote sales support all over North America. We support owners, management companies, represent uh, many brands. And we've got a, a phenomenal team, um, again, that's remote across North America that's doing that, hustling and finding revenue every day for our hotels who need it the most. Yeah. And hotels are calling me saying, I need to make more money. Like we need to get to our budget, which I think the budget's out the window, <laughs> out the window from last year and this year. Like, how do I predict what we're doing as far as um, the revenues for this year? But, you know, what your company does is support the hotel on finding money uh, when they are just focused on maybe operations or maybe they're focused on not reaching out to their local audience because or their local market because that's where the business is right now for a lot of hotels so kind of tell me and and you found more than six million dollars last year for hotels that is unbelievable like i want a piece of that pie so does everybody <laughs> else listening so tell us how people could do that and what you did yeah so so good point that six million was since covid so that does not you know, pre-COVID, when there were lots of demand generators, obviously that was easier to do. But that six million, our team hustled for the hotels in our portfolio from March till December. And I think what's really critical: clients come to us; they're they can't wait for business. They're not bringing us on board to find business in 2022. They need it in the next 90 days, 120 days, and so. Yeah, we have to out-hustle the comp set, and I know that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. Rapesh, and I think one of the biggest challenges hotels have had, they've had a hard time pivoting since March in finding new revenue sources. And that's what our team did very successfully. If you were in an environment pre-COVID that had all of these incoming inquiries, you had groups coming in, sports teams, convention, lots of corporate-based business coming in through the week. It was pretty sweet to be in sales and it was pretty sweet to be a general manager. But when our industry comes to a grinding halt and there are very few demand generators, where do you look for alternative revenue sources? And that's where hotels have struggled. And that's where we were able to step in, shorten that sales cycle and find immediate revenue. That's awesome. So, all right. So what can hotels do right now to kind of, what are a few things that they could do right now to kind of just fill one room up, 10 rooms up? Yeah. So before I jump into tactics, cause I know everybody's looking for this, you know, th this magic formula that is going to happen overnight. And before I, I list some tactics that work, I want to talk about the need to reset the button. And so if we think about pre COVID, what was the mindset of salespeople, right? How, what kind of seller were you? Were you great at relationships, great at growing accounts? Were you really good at managing and closing incoming inquiries? Was your approach more transactional and reactive because you were so busy on site? That is a very different mindset and skill set when the phone's not ringing and there's not lots of leads coming in the various third party channels. What do you do? So before we dive into tactics, that evaluation and self-reflection is critical because what got us here in those 10 years of growth is not what's going to lead everyone into recovery. So first of all, we have to get back to the sales fundamentals. If you were a seller or a general manager or anybody that came into our, our business, our industry in the last 10 years, you likely weren't even trained on the fundamentals. You never had to maybe exercise those muscles because phones were ringing. You were shaking hands, kissing babies, doing site inspections, doing some really great work. But what does that mean when the phone stops ringing? Yeah. So sales fundamentals are essential. What do I mean by that? It's not about smiling and dialing for dollars, right? It's not about picking up the phone. It is about being prepared, being purposeful, knowing who you're going to call, what value can you bring to the table? So here's the thing. When you were managing incoming inquiries, a customer had an interest, right? 
they were calling your hotel, they heard about you, you know, they may be shopping a competition, but there is an interest. That is a very different sales process when nobody wants to hear from you and you're picking up the phone, making a cold call. Yeah. You can't treat it the same way. You have to do your research. You have to have the why behind the reason you're calling and have a, a powerful opening statement, prepare some thoughtful qualifying questions. And we use on our team and we've, we've had it, you know, for seven years since we've been in business, it's part of our training, regardless of experience. It's a call planner. And I'm happy to share that, Rapesh, if you want to post it somewhere on your social media. Um, it's call not planner. just for newbies. Yeah, it's a sales call planner. Okay. And it is about revisiting the fundamentals. So what's your objective for the call? What's your opening statement? Do you know, according to HubSpot over COVID, it takes 18 dials to connect with a buyer. That is not the time to wing it. If a buyer finally picks up the phone, that's not the time to say, oh man, I thought I was going to get your voicemail. Let me try this again, right? And you're fumbling and bumbling around. <laughs> and guess what? They don't want your call and you're going to sound like every other salesperson. You have to be prepared. Even if it's one in 18, you have to bring your A game to every single call. So I will send you, I'm happy to share with you and, and your audience, a call planner. It might sound like, Tammy, this is old school. Well, guess what? Old school paired with some of these great tools we have to do research mm -hmm. is how you out hustle the competition. You cannot show up smiling and dialing. Yeah, that doesn't work anymore. So um, where can people find that tool from? Are you, can they just connect with you or, or how can people find that tool? Well, I can certainly send it to you. Do you want me to send it to you and you can wherever you're posting it or I can, um, you can, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'm happy to send you a copy of the call planner. Yeah, so if you want the sales call planner by uh, Tammy Gillis and her team, um, direct message either one of us and we'll, we'll get it to you um, through LinkedIn, I guess. And when you look at it, you'll say, ah, this is what's been missing. It's common sense, but it's not common practice. So that's the first thing. We have to hit the reset button on our mindset. We have to also um, think about, the, again, what do you need to level up on when it comes to sales? Is it your research skills? Is it your qualifying questions? Is it, is it, you know what? I've never sold to the workforce crew segment. I've always been this group seller, but those essential services are the only ones traveling right now. How do I learn to go after that business? Yeah. You know, regardless of how long you've been doing this, you have to sharpen your saw and you cannot show up like every other seller. So what are some mistakes that you see hotels making right now? Some salespeople are making right now that they can improve on because I think that's a, that's a hack right there. Like get get away from those mistakes because you're you're continuing them and you're not making any money. Yeah. So a couple of things we're seeing a lot of not just sales call execution and not being prepared, but there's a couple of things. There's hotels that just don't have salespeople and they're still in crisis mode, recovery mode, and they're not dedica dedicating any time for sales. So so we need to dedicate some time. Whether you have the on-site resources or not, you have to to somehow build an army of sales resources internally, whether it's your front desk, whether it's yourself, you have to start making phone calls. You have to start gathering some intelligence or you're going to be getting whatever, you know, scraps are left over and there's not many scraps. Secondly, we're seeing salespeople, directors of sales. I spoke to one last week. She's working 50 hours on the front desk, 50 hours yeah. on the front desk. But guess what? She loves this industry. I loved her mindset. And she said, you know what? We're not that busy right now. I'm qualifying every guest at check-in. So that's a hack. You're not busy. Most hotels are running below 50%. You should never, ever have a guest leave that hotel without understanding what company they're with, what brings into the city. Is there any more future travel? So that director of sales, despite, you know, working shift work and 50 hours in the front desk said, I still have my sales hat on. I'm yeah. still selling. I'm qualifying every guest in between check-ins and checkouts. I'm making calls. So that's a hack. But we're still in operations mode. And, and a lot of salespeople are cleaning rooms and tethered to a desk. Well, hold so on. I would, I, would, a challenge. I would love to just get the insights of people that are listening. If you're watching on on any channel, I would love to know, 
are if you're a salesperson, are you actually working the front desk right now because of budget reasons, because of uh, whatever reason, because that's the way your operations are working right now with with what you have. Um, hit the comments and let me know, let us know, and let other people know that you're not the only one working. There's other, I know so many hotel people, salespeople, DOSs that are working the front desk, checking people in because they're willing to do whatever it takes. They're resilient. They don't want to be sitting at home and, and crying, but they're actually hustling. They're working. So I love that we're, we're, we're keeping ourselves going. And yes, you are right. This is the perfect time to capture business. If this one person that keeps coming in every week, guess what? They might know the entire the crew that's staying at there or that's that's coming to the market that you could capture the entire crew is if it's a work crew or that segment, right? And you have to train. So if you're if you're DOS or you know whomever's on that front desk, we have to train them with the right questions. So what have we done to train our front desk since COVID? Not only on our, our great cleaning protocols, but when that phone rings, no hotel can afford not to close that sale. So what are we doing to to you know have uh, a good reservation call script to really relook at your SWAT and think about uh, you're probably competing with hotels you weren't competing with before COVID because there's full service hotels who are acting like select service hotels because they need to shrink their inventory. They need to go after that business because they have so many rooms. Yeah. So what are you doing to sharpen that SWOT analysis? And then how are you giving your differentiators and those sound bites to your front desk so they can properly qualify, overcome objections and close the sale. Front desk is critical right now. Follow the breadcrumbs. We are all trying to figure out who's traveling right now. And we can't just keep our heads down in operation survival mode. We need to be curious and we need to work together as a team. Sure. And during the pandemic, March through the summer, through the end of the year, who was traveling and what is it different now than what was happening last year? as far as the segments traveling? Great question. We're seeing a little bit of shift and thankfully, and I'm sure people who are listening will, you know, this will resonate, that workforce essential services has not stopped traveling. Hotels that were well positioned for that blue collar, gray collar segment, whether it was construction, transportation, maintenance, um, any kind of transportation, blue collar, gray collar um, vertical, they're doing better than those hotels that just wanted higher rated corporate, right? So they are surviving better. We're seeing what's different over the last few months, couple of months, especially as we've kicked off 2021, depending on the COVID restrictions in the market, we're starting to see some sports groups come back. We're starting to see some Smurf groups come back. And of course, with news around the, um, the vaccine, lots of questions around when, of course, but there's just some confidence around some of those social groups. And we're seeing June, July, August, we're getting requests for some group blocks. We want to manage those, right? And 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 watch them closely and, and wash them down appropriately. That's been the biggest shift. We're seeing some groups come back, nothing huge, but it's still that workforce segment. And local corporate, we're starting to see a little bit of that local corporate. Now, here's what's really interesting about local corporate. I, I posted on LinkedIn last week this great report that a, uh, HVS uh, produced in January based on 2020. 40, up to 46% of a hotel's business comes from their backyard. Depending on the brand, it's anywhere between 27 to 46%. Who's going after that? You can't sit back and just say the brand's going to fill. I'm going to open, you know, OTA is going to uh, save me. You have to be on every shelf. Let, let me be clear, right? You have to be on every shelf right now uh, with the right rate, be on the right channel. You can't afford not to be. But if, if it's as high as 46% of your business is coming from the local market, pandemic or no pandemic, who is going after that business? How are you going to follow those breadcrumbs and out hustle your comp set? I feel like a lot of hotels are going after that, that local business because it's easy business. Like you could pop it in right now um which hotels or, or do you, are you seeing that where we're just uh, we just have a lot of locals um i know a lot of hotels i know a lot of markets especially here in orlando um even i drive and, and some of the tourist areas it's a lot of locals now i know they were like well we don't really want that in the back back last year years past we don't 
we don't rent to locals. And that was kind of the vibe and that was their policy. Now they're like, we're open to everybody, anybody. Are you still seeing that across the, the country? You know, what's really interesting. I had a client a couple weeks ago, uh, well, potential client, he reached out to say, listen, this is why I need sales support. He said, I don't even know who my customer is anymore. I'm getting so much transient business. We've come down a couple of segments because we've lowered our rate. We're attracting customers we've never had before. They're booking through all these different channels, different rate codes, different promotions. I don't know who's staying at my hotel anymore. I think that's really, really common. And there's going to be a need to shift. So at what point the business, the, the business mix is very different right now across, across most hotels. So as some of these channels and groups and corporates start coming back the second half of the year, how are we adjusting our rate strategy and our sales strategy to make that shift? We're going to have to keep a very close eye on it. But I think a lot of clients right now, uh, a lot of hotels feel like they don't know who their clients are because their business mix is just so different. Right. I just and I messed up. I wrote in the comments. Do you have more local staying with you? Um, uh, somebody comment. Let me know. Is is that correct? Like right now, your majority of people that are staying in your hotels are local. And what are you doing to attract that business? Is it through OTAs or is it through some local marketing that you are doing? Um, Tammy, I love these different things that you're we're talking about. Now, one thing that a lot of people are brought up is should we still focus on international business because of the res new restrictions or should we just cut everything out because that's a waste of money and time? That's a great question. I think there's still a lot of unknowns with international business and it depends how long your runway is at your hotel. Most, uh, most hotels need revenue now. They're looking at the next six months. So I, uh, the way we're approaching our sales efforts with our clients is how can we find the money in Q1 and Q2? Who's traveling? What are those essential services? How do we keep the others warm? Because you can't just be in a six-month uh, mindset because guess what? Next year, you're not going to have business. So yeah. you're, you're um, toggling between you know, the immediate need and then what are you doing to keep those other segments? So if, if international tour and travel is a segment, what are you doing to reach out to those tour operators uh, you know, perhaps your brand contacts to just really start qualifying what the travel patterns look like uh, it, next year for them. But don't forget, even your existing customers, they might not be traveling right now. You need to be making calls. You've got the, when I say this, I say this respectfully, when I say you've got the time, because you're probably saying, Tammy, trust me, I don't have the time. <laughs> you have to make the time, right? You have to make the time, even if you can carve out an hour or two a day, have your superstar at the front desk, reach out to five existing clients a day and say, you know, first of all, how are you doing this year? How has COVID impacted uh, travel? What's going to be important for you and your travelers moving forward? When do you expect to start traveling again? Because we are ready to welcome you back. We need to be having those conversations because if you have a comp set that is more aggressive and has a sales team, they are reaching out to your clients having those conversations, there's no question. So find what's traveling now, and I can share some of those, you know, kind of hacks and scrappy sales tactics, but don't forget to keep the others warm so that you've, you're building a longer runway of sales for your hotel. All right, so give us two hacks that you would recommend everybody do today to get more business. Right now, okay, so they're my favorite and they're old school and I'm dating myself, but they work. I'm going to tell you the highest conversion rate we have across our entire organization with every salesperson we have. It's arrivals reports and it's parking lot leads. If you wanna follow the breadcrumbs and if you wanna go after that workforce segment, that blue collar, gray collar segment, you have to be driving around the parking lots of your comp set. And not at nine o'clock in the morning. It's early evening. Yeah. Have your we have some hotels, some clients that they're night auditor coming in for 10 30, 11 o'clock, which is great. Give them a Starbucks gift card. If you're Canadian, give them a Tim Hortons gift card, which I know is your favorite Rapesh, which yeah. I'm drinking right now. And empower them, right? They want more shifts. They want the hotel to be successful. Divide and conquer. You can't, GMs and owners can't take on all this additional work. So check the parking lots and then 
say tonight audit, great, thank you for those 10 leads. You're now gonna jump on the internet. You're gonna go to that company's website. You're gonna jump on LinkedIn. Hold and on, I, for, for those newbies, what does it mean to drive the parking lot? Because I know, but I would love for you to share. Like, what do you do? I could just drive around the uh, parking lot and count the cars, but that's not it. What ah, do you actually do? Okay, and I miss those days of being on property and doing and doing that, you know, putting on the, the hat and sunglasses so they don't, they don't uh, find out who you are. So <laughs> drive the parking lots of who you're competing with for that workforce segment. If you don't want, so if you're competing with an economy hotel and you know you do not want to go that low in rate, then don't waste your time unless you think you can get a higher rate. But who you're truly competing with right now, you drive around, you see what trucks that have company names. If it's, um, if it has a DOT number, right? Department of uh, Transportation, take a picture of that number. There's a DOT website, you can enter that number and it's gonna tell you the company name, the phone number. You're taking pictures of those company vehicles that are traveling. And guess what? Those companies, they're not loyal to one hotel. It's very rare. They're, they're, they're sleeping around, right? They're staying yeah. throughout the comp set. Yeah. And so that is scrappy. And then you give it, you say to your evening shift on the front desk that only has 10 rooms to check in. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to jump on the internet. You're going to tell me three contacts within this organization. Where's your local office? So I can come in at nine o'clock the next morning and start making some calls. Yeah. You're yeah, leveraging, yeah. you're leveraging your team and building the infrastructure to help you get out of the gate first and out hustle your comp set. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, and then the arrivals list. I know we all have an arrivals list of people that are showing up today. What do we uncover out of that? So if you're going, so this is something that's proactive and reactive. If night audit is looking at the, you know, the arrivals coming in for the next few days or even in the next, you know, 24 hours, are there any that have not booked a corporate rate and there's no corporate um, company attached to that reservation, but maybe there's a corporate email address. And if there's not, then they jump into the PMS and they write a note for that front desk person. You need to qualify this guest and here are the three questions you ask. And better yet, you have a sheet at the front desk and you train the front desk. Anybody checking in without a company name, here are the two or three questions you ask. And then here's what you do with that lead. And then you get, you know, and, and then you have a way of passing that lead on. So, so that's one arrivals report. We're finding because a lot of hotels are trying to build their base online and their rates, they're not protecting their corporate rates. And companies are booking lower rates online than their corporate rate. Yeah. And so you've got companies like 3M checking in with an Expedia reservation. We need to be qualifying that guest, finding out what brings them in town, how we get more of it, and, and protect those corporate accounts when you're playing with your rates to don't get them into bad habits and send them elsewhere to book yeah. on more expensive channels. And convert them into a loyal into the, your loyalty program. I think that gives them another opportunity to rebook with you instead of just go go to TripAdvisor or Expedia and just go book your room. And uh, I think it's more valuable if you share the benefits of them booking directly with you uh, while you're talking to them. Um, I think that hel helps a lot with at least making a conversation, building that rapport, and then making them feel and let, letting them understand what the difference is between booking online and booking directly with the hotel. And take care of them. Service is your differentiator right now. It's not. It's not rate. I know we, we had a, a webinar with Ahoa yesterday about the um, the ADR pandemic, and I know a lot of you are getting beaten up right now over rate. But if if that's all we lead with, we're not giving our clients anything more to go on. You have to properly qualify them and say, okay, I understand you're getting this rate, but you also said this was important. We're offering a hot breakfast. We're closer to the construction site. We've got laundry. So. It goes back to that SWAT. If you and your team do not know your differentiators and where you win, of course, clients are going to challenge you on rate, but you have nothing to go back and challenge them with if you haven't done your homework and you, you <laughs> yeah. force a rate conversation, right? So now's the time to brush up on all those skills. That's how you out hustle the comp set because yeah. there's so many that are just, you know, knee deep in operations and survival mode right now. They're not thinking about it. Absolutely. And listen, we've gone over 10 minutes over the show because I know a lot of you want to learn this stuff and we have a lot of people still on, uh, on all these different channels watching. So I want to continue this conversation. If you guys that are watching are, are okay with it, like hit the like button right now and, and let us know that you want to continue. Cause we have some other 
some some side hustle stuff that we could all learn and, and share. And so if you do like this conversation, hit the like button right now and comment that we should continue going because I think that's helpful uh, for us. And if you've liked, liked this conversation so far, hit the like button too. All right. So we've talked about a lot of different things and you come up, come with a wealth of knowledge and your entire team does as far as just helping us locally uh, fill more rooms up. Now, there are a lot of people that are that don't have a job right now. There are a lot of salespeople. I know so many DOSs that reach out to me saying, hey, do you have a, do you have a job for me? Can I do something? Um, can, can you hire me to, to, to come on full time? And we've already filled positions that we have. And so have other people, they're, they're already, they've already kind of had to let go of people that they couldn't keep with their budget that, that's, that's happening, right? But here are some side hustle things that I considered when I was like, you know what? I love this. What we're doing right now is sharing ideas, right? And so here are some opportunities that I think as far as a side hustle that if you don't have a job or if you have a job but you want to earn more money, there are so many opportunities right now. And what I would do is first start start with yourself. Understand what you're so good at that you can share with other people. Because honestly, I, sh I share this all the time. There's a billion people that know less than you. Like how do you go inspire those billion people? Mm, love that. that. Love all it. All the time, right? And then start with that one person which I always think like, who, who is this one person? It's that persona that you can go help. And if you can help that one person, you can help a lot more people, 10 more people, 50 more people. So it starts with understanding yourself first and what your value is to the world and to maybe this industry, right? I think that's a, a hack right there because some people are like, well, I don't know what to teach. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't, I don't have any opportunities. No, you have opportunities inside your head and you got to get them out. And so understanding what you're really good at, maybe you won an award for something that you can share to other people on, on social, right? Um, or here's what I wrote. You can, if you are out of a job and you're a DOS or you're a salesperson or you're somebody in the hotel business, you don't have a job right now, there are still hotels open that need to fill rooms. How can you reach out to 100 hotels today 200 hotels today and say, listen, I would like to fill two more rooms up every single night. Right? And then you use your sales skills, you use your marketing skills, you use your communication skills to reach out to people. You can use Google ads, run a cheap ad for keywords using Google Keyword Planner uh, and find out what's being searched in your mar in this market, run an ad against it and go to this hotel and say, hey, listen, I can sell some more rooms for you. Give me a commission. Every room that you sell, send me, send me 10%, send me 20%, right? It's still cheaper than OTA. That's one hustle. Getting, writing an article on Medium gets you paid. If you can write a really strong article on how salespeople or whatever, whatever your topic is on, on sales, that's an opportunity there, right? Build your social following on, on LinkedIn here, on YouTube, on Clubhouse, whatever. Talk about what you're passionate about. Then somebody's going to find you very uh, um, attractive as far as like this person knows what they're talking about, then put an offer on it. Like, don't just say, Oh yeah, I know how to do all this stuff. And then don't offer what you actually offer as far as a pitch to get them to become a client of yours as a side hustle. Right. Um, I do that all the time. Um, we just hosted a, uh, bootcamp and Sarah and I just po posted two, three weeks ago. Hey, I said, Hey Sarah, you know, we've both built a, um, a following on, on LinkedIn and on it, you've, you have a, almost 130,000 people with a verified check mark on Instagram. Like, how can we use our following now to build a, a, a course? And so, within two days, we had a full course, a three day course, and we, we put it out to the world and we were sold out. And we're sold Amazing. out. Amazing. So, there are so many opportunities for side hustles when we're talking about hotel sales. If you're out of a job, go out there, but you have to think outside of the box. It's not just like, oh, yeah, I, I applied for this hotel. I applied for that hotel. I applied for this, and you didn't get it. Go, go around the hotel and figure out how you can provide that hotel of value. And that's how you're going to make money as far as a side hustle. So, no excuses. I could share. A, I could keep going on. on <laughs> I love this stuff. And you don't sleep. You clearly don't get much sleep, Rupesh. <laughs> I don't. I love this stuff, and I could talk about it all day long. So these are some hacks that you can go. Uh, Tammy, what are what's one other hack if you don't have a job right now? Um, and I know you guys are hiring, so I know that's an opportunity right there. Yeah. So a couple things. I love everything you just said because. You need to stand out right now because there are so many, tens and tens of thousands of people that are furloughed, especially salespeople. And before the pandemic, it was so hard to find the talent, right? 
we had low unemployment and it was a different market. Salespeople could really, um, you know, show up and demand a lot because it was, it was a salesperson's market. That is not the case right now. So we have to be showing up in a very different way. To um, Rapesh's point, you can't just upload your resume on Indeed uh, or H Careers and cross your fingers because you're going to blend into the noise. Connect with them on LinkedIn. Write a note. Um, again, we just we just hired five people. We've got two more postings that um, that are open, and it's been amazing interacting with all the talent. And and some are really stepping up. Right, they're sending a video. They're doing research on our company and customizing the cover letter. These are all, again, it's common sense. But if you're showing up, acting like it's, you know, pre-COVID, you're blending into the noise. Yeah. So side hustles. Here's, I love, I want to build on your reaching out to a hotel and doing sales and getting paid commission. I take it a step further. Gather some intel. Do some of those parking lot checks. Let's say the hotel that... Um, unfortunately had to furlough you. Maybe they can't afford you full time, but you can go to them and say, what about eight hours, 16 hours a week? I know salespeople who are working part-time for their employer. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It could be something and it's a bridge, right? So if that's not possible and you're looking at the comp set and saying, okay, what other hotel needs help? Who who maybe doesn't have the best online rates that I can that, that I can see needs a business more? Go shop the, those parking lots and see who's staying in their competitor's parking lot and then pick up the phone and call that owner and say, you know why you need me? Because I've been checking your competitor's parking lots for X amount of nights and checking your online rate strategy. You're getting your, I was going to say ass, you're getting your butt kicked, right? <laughs> And what, here's how I can help you. I know this segment. I'm following the breadcrumbs. Let's talk about how you can um, hire me for eight hours, 16 hours a week. You can't just show up and say, can you hire me? I need a job. Hotel owners are not interested in taking on more risk right now and more expenses. You have to show how you're different and that you know how to sell in this environment. Absolutely. Well, you know, we could keep talking. Like we could probably spend hours just doing this, and I think people would. Uh, we're probably gonna have to do a, another part five or six. On this. <laughs> I'd love you, to. You know how much value to. value you bring to this audience, and people just appreciate everything you've you've said so far. And guys, if you've loved this episode, please, 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 please hit the like button right now and comment that you did like it. Because if you want more of these strategies, I'm happy to bring Tammy back on and and continue sharing. Because you have we haven't even uncovered the tools that you should be using and um we did excuse me we did talk about it in past episodes so if you do want to uh go back and listen to them you can go to rupesh.co forward slash show and find tammy's episodes there she's been on quite a few now and and you bring so much value tammy where can people find you and um definitely we want to get that sales planner sales call planner out to people um where can people find you Con, yeah, connect with me on LinkedIn for sure. I've been spending a ton of time over COVID, really writing a lot of meaningful content to help hotel people, whether they're in operations or sales. So please connect with me on LinkedIn. Happy to help. Our website is gillisales.com. And uh, I'm not on Clubhouse yet, but you inspired me, Rupesh. And I know you sent me a link. So <laughs> I, I'm inspired by the following that you've been able to develop. So maybe I'll take your social media boot camp. But start with LinkedIn, start with our website and, you know, don't give up. And, and I know it, it sounds philosophical. There is business out there. My biggest fear is that we're going to see a mass exodus of people leaving our business and they have to find jobs elsewhere. And then when our industry starts to recover, where's all that talent we're going to need? Mm -hmm. Let's try to promote and, and keep as many people in this great industry as we can. Absolutely. Well, it was a pleasure always having you on. I love Thank talking you. to you. You bring, you bring that energy back into people that are kind of down and out. And I feel like that's, I, I just love that we can even do the old school ways of shopping and driving around hotels and under, un uncovering opportunities because that's what we're here for. And so, Tammy, I appreciate it. Let's chat again. If you want to connect with her on LinkedIn, um, she's there talking and she hosts a lot of webinars through different organizations that you can follow her on and definitely go to gillissales.com. Tammy, it's a pleasure having you in. Hope By the way, soon. We're going to give away the Amazon $50 gift card right now. 
And I've been trying to read the comments to the, for the most engaging person. Listen, all of you guys are winners in my, in my mind. And, and I see that you guys are passionate about this, this topic. And I wrote down, um, let's see, I wrote down uh, Tamara Lawson. Congratulations, Tamara. You just won a $50 Amazon gift card. Please Congrats. DM me on LinkedIn and I'll share how to get that uh, um, to you today. And for the rest of you guys, we do this every week, every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, uh, where we just bring on amazing people like Tammy and continue learning as we grow and as we get through this part of our um, of our industry and we continue growing so thank you guys so much and um tammy thank you so much thank you for everything you do rapesh hope right, to see you. you in florida soon yes <laughs> take see care you. all right bye 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 and guys by the way uh right after this we're going back to clubhouse and talking about this conversation so if you do want to jump on clubhouse and actually if you want to invite on clubhouse direct message me. I have a few more invites and I actually have a, a couple invites that I can give away. So if you are interested, uh, please connect with me with a DM. Um, and uh, we're going to jump into the clubhouse right now. And by the way, this episode is brought to you by, and let me pull them up real quick, Impulsify, impulsifyinc.com. Generate more revenues for your hotel right now. We use them at our hotel and it makes sense because they give you the details and, and, and accurate details on how you can make more money. And by the way, don't forget to get the 2021 bestseller hotel retail guide right now. And let me pull up the banner real quick and tell you where it is. It's rupesh.com or sorry, rupesh.co forward slash impulsify to get this free guide. And it tells you everything. And, and if you look at it right here, um, let, me, let me get this banner off real quick. And uh, it tells you right here, like which water specialty water makes the most money and how much it costs uh, on retail and then what the average cost of is wholesale. Like, don't you want to uncover some of this information as far as like what the best sellers are? Because if you have everything in your, in your grab and go, it doesn't make sense, but you want the top things. Like I didn't realize uh, a 2.17 ounce of Skittles bite size was the best candy as far as uh, selling it within it, but they've had 20 million transactions. Guys, go to uh, the landing page and thank you so much to Impulsify sponsoring the show. Because of them, we're on the show. So guys, I will see you next week, Wednesday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. If you found this helpful, please share this with your entire team. Share this with somebody else in hospitality that needs some energy, needs a little bit of motivation to keep them going. And I will see you guys next week. I am live from a different city. It's a surprise uh, next week, but it's going to be super awesome to share how I make money on the side and how you can too. So guys, see you next week. Um, I'll be on Clubhouse next in like two seconds. So talk to you next week. Stay well, take care of yourself, and I'll see you next week. Bye.